This is a KSHSAA production. First down from the 17 is where they mark it officially. Here's Hancock breaks back at the 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Jayden. Down to the other end, misses, shot won't go up the gun, and Eudora comes from way behind and goes crazy. of the KSHSAA podcast. I am Jeremy Holiday, and as we look back at what happened last week at some state swimming and also state piano, you can see that uh, kids that received Division One ratings from State Piano Festival are listed on our website. Go to the piano page at kshow.org to check out those kids who did an outstanding job on the piano this weekend at Wichita State University. And also what happened this past weekend was uh, state swimming and diving. And as we look, we had, as we like to say, a fast pool in the 6A competition as uh, there were four records that were broke overall. I mean, I'm talking state records at the state championship meet. Um, and if we look at that in the 6A version, Blue Valley North, they started things off the 200-yard medley, and they broke the state record of Washburn Rule that was set at 134.49. They went ahead and swam a 134.11. In that same race, Lawrence Free State broke the record as well, but since Blue Valley North beat them, they got first, and Free State got second at 134.39. State record obviously would go to Blue Valley North, so two incredible relays there in that one 200-yard medley relay to start off the day. Of that Lawrence Free State team, we saw that Jordan Pertella was involved in that medley relay, and he also had an individual uh, record that he broke in the state 100-yard butterfly. He swam a 49.77, breaking the record of Jake Sitz of Wichita East back in 2013, who swam a 50 flat. Jordan Pertella and Lawrence Free State were not done breaking records. They also broke the 400-yard freestyle, the last event of the 6A competition, and they bre- broke Washburn Rules record of 309.47 with Free State running a 3.08.07. So a total of four records broke in the 6A state competition. And in the end, though, Shawnee Mission East came out with the state championship on the 6A side, and the 5 through 1A state swimming and diving championship, Wichita Heights, comes away with the championship there. So that's a quick wrap-up of what happened last week on the state championship circuit with the KSHSAA. And so we're going to move on to the state wrestling championship. So that's this week, and we're going to bring in Aaron Amershek, who covers wrestling all throughout the state, loves to keep an eye out for the kids doing a great job out there. Um, so we sit down with him to get a, a spectrum of what's going on from that's we can see in Hayes to Park City and, and also Salina. Uh, just a reminder that State wrestling coming up February 27th through the 28th. Uh, Class 6A will be in Park City at Hartman Arena, along with Class 5A. And Class 4A will be in Salina at the Bicentennial Center. And Class 3, 2, 1A will be in Fort Hayes State University. So, to talk about those wrestlers out there, we go to Aaron. 2015 State Wrestling Championships are upon us, and and we want to get an in-depth look on on what we can expect to see if we show up at any of these state sites. And so with that, we bring in Aaron Amershek of Kansas on the mat and and works for My Town Media. Aaron, thanks for joining us. It's a a privilege. I appreciate you giving me a call. And Aaron, before we jump too far into it, I just kind of want to give some people a little background. Aaron, like I said, works for MyTown Media, but also has Kansas on the mat, uh, the Twitter and the website, where it's it sounds like it's more it's kind of a hobby of his. He loves the wrestling sport and loves to can- cover Kansas kids in wrestling. And then uh, he'll also be doing uh, some finals coverage, he live web stream of the finals at the 4A site in Salina at kpreps.com and ESPN one. 
www.ghostbusters007.com. So catch those web streams if you can't make it to Salina. Uh, but with that, let's just jump into to some previews here. Uh, if we go to the 6A uh, state championship in Hartman Arena in Park City, um, if we look at history here, Garden City is kinda, has kind of taken over this event over late, and they're looking for their third straight state championship as a team title. And they have 12 kids that have qualified. But, but Aaron, what, what else are you seeing in this tournament? You know, we have Manhattan who qualified 12 as well, and Olathe North who also qualified 12. Uh, so what are some weight classes that you think are going to jump out for good competition and, and maybe a team aspect as well? Well, I, obviously numbers help. I mean, get, getting as many kids in as you can, I think, is the biggest. I think Goddard was the most uh, with, with um, 13. They missed their six-pounder uh, at 5A. And then behind them there was, uh, as you mentioned, the three schools at 6A. And then and I believe Chanute also at 4A qualified 12. So numbers are great, but those kids also have to produce once they get there. I mean, you've got to get some kids uh, advancing on the front side if you really want a chance at that team title. You don't necessarily have to have a bunch of – of champions, but you do have to have guys that advance deep into the tournament if you want to win. And, and really, it also boils down to, to picking up some of those bonus points. You can't just go in and win, uh, you know, a 3-2 decision. Those are exciting matches, and, and a win is a win. But if you can get in and pick up some major decisions, some tech balls, some pins, those those really contribute a lot towards those team points. So anytime you can get those bonus points, really, really picks it up. I mean, obviously, Garden City – you would think has to be the favorite if you follow the, the KWCA rankings at all throughout the course of the season. Uh, the latest one that was put out um, uh, actually today still has Olathe North. Um, I, I just hit refresh on my, my webpage here in front of me, and Olathe North headed in is picked. And they, and they do these rankings based on who they think will score and how they'll score in a tournament setting. So they're they're thinking Olathe North may have the advantage. I, on the other hand, am a fan of what Coach Fredo's doing out of Garden City. He's got uh, a squad top to bottom, as you said, 12 kids that have um, uh, qualified for state, and, and I think they're the team to beat out there. Olathe North, very good, got some really good kids. A couple of kids transferred in, really bolstered their program. And, and so I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of good matchups, a lot of good wrestlers. In individual weight brackets, the thing about state is you never know what's going to happen. When you step out onto the mat there in Park City at Hartman Arena, which, by the way, is a great wrestling venue. I really like uh, the U-shape, and it's not overly big. I think it's a great atmosphere uh, for high school wrestling. But but some of these kids that have never been there that are highly ranked, you know, some of these lower weight classes um, or younger kids, it's their first trip here. Now, a lot of these kids have also competed on the national scene, so it doesn't affect them as much. But you never know what's going to happen when these kids step out onto the mat. You hope that you get their best effort. All these coaches have worked all season long to get their kids peaking at the right time. But it is, uh, it's a whole other beast when you step into this uh, state championship. There was, there's kids that are right now that were expected to be here that didn't make it, that lost in regionals. There were tough brackets, tough weight classes um, that were loaded and only four got to advance. So it's going to be very interesting. I mean, obviously, you know, one of my favorite wrestlers at the 6A level, and we're talking about Garden City, it's coach's son, Michael Prado at 126. He's a junior. He's an absolute stud. Love watching that kid wrestle. And, and I mean, but there's guys all over the place. I mean, you can look at um, Stovall from Olathe North. He's a, he's a kid at, at 138 that – 
very, 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 very good. And, I mean, I'm sure they're counting on those type of points. There's there's interesting matchups all over the place. Uh, the Dolgarian kid, uh, another kid, uh, he transferred from St. James to, to Olathe North, and another guy that will put some points on the board uh, for North this year. Um, the Pesic kid from Gardner-Edgerton, uh, another quality kid. I mean, there's guys – you know, I'm, I'm kind of running through and picking guys that are picked at the top. I mean, there's other guys that aren't necessarily ranked number one that are going to come in. The Perez kid from Curtin City is currently ranked fifth at 106. He's very good. Steele's a freshman from uh, from Free State that uh, was knocked off earlier this year but never dropped from his from his number one ranking in the KWCA rankings. He's got a pedigree that, that tells people that he should be ranked up at the top. I mean, I think there's there's going to be different some definite great matchups as the tournament wears on early on, we'll see what happens. But you never know when it gets time to to step out onto that mat. It is a whole new ball game at this state tournament. Well, and you're right; it could go any either way once that once the bouts start going. Because as you alluded to, the in bout points, uh, the match points are just as important. Um, you never know how anybody could try to get a win. So it's it's definitely something to keep your eye on throughout the days. Um, kind of shifting gears, staying in Park City, but we've jumped to 5A. Uh, if we just look at the defending state champion there is, is St. James. They're looking for their second in a row here. Um, but as you alluded to, Goddard, obviously we, if we talk about qualifying qualifying numbers, they qualified 13 kids. But there's also Shawnee Heights and Mill Valley who also qualified 13 kids. So there's a lot of lot of advantage for or a lot of competition, I should say, in the in the team match for the 5A side. Well, and it's interesting. Heights is a team, Shawnee Heights, um, that currently not in the 5A rankings at the KWCA, which I follow a lot throughout the course of the year, just because these coaches and these guys that do these rankings know so much about it. I try to, to know as much as I can, uh, but I'm going to lean on some of these coaches that, that see these kids week in and week out, and they're not in the top ten. So that, that tells me that they've got some sleepers, so they've got some kids that are peaking at the right time. When you qualify that many kids, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be some people that'll say, oh, well, they were in a weak regional. There's no such thing as weak regionals anymore. These guys um, are, are going and they're competing, and uh, they must have their team going at the right and peaking at the right time. I think Goddard is, is the team to beat here if, if you had to put my feet to the fire. The, Coach Means has done a great job with this program. They are, uh, you know, top to bottom, very, very tough. But you can't go to sleep on any of them. I mean, I think Coach Keel and Mill Valley uh, is really doing well. I saw them down at the, the Chanute tournament earlier this year. They had a lot of kids in the finals. As we talked about, that's, that's what gets you points. When your guys advance uh, on that front side, it, it really helps out. And, uh, you know, f- from top to bottom, he's got a lot of quality kids. St. James is another one, and, and they lost some kids. Um, this year that that would make you think how are they going to get back? But they just seem to have found um, guys waiting for their turn, and, and that's the great thing about wrestling is, you know, there's different guys that are different ages that, you know, sometimes it doesn't click for them until you know they've been through the fire one time. You know, a guy may be 25 and 12 last year, come back this year and he's 25 and 12 again, but two weeks ago at a tournament, a light bulb went off and all of a sudden he's on a roll. And so I think there may be some sleepers here at this 5A that uh, should make for some very interesting wrestling. Well, and just sticking with some 5A and specifically around your area in Pittsburgh, if we just look at uh, some some kids you probably cover a little more closely and uh, looking at uh, someone like Kane Hutchison who has a 34-5 and record, but his seed isn't real high in, his, in the 220 division. Uh, 
But what what are you looking at for someone like him who's a sophomore coming into state? Well, I mean, a sophomore to qualify at 220 doesn't happen a whole lot. Kane actually was a transfer from Junction City last year where he qualified as well, just missed um, getting on the podium. He, he's a great kid. I've got to meet him a little bit covering southeast Kansas where uh, I have to do my, my daily job for My Town Media and covering sports here on our uh, sports station. Uh, a great football player, great kid, great wrestler, went up and uh, lost to, to Ben Ewing in the finals up at Blue Valley West last week in uh, in the regionals, and we all know Ben Ewing is a stud from St. Thomas Aquinas. So uh, he's he's won some tournaments. He, he's been knocked off, but he's a young kid that is growing. I think this Pittsburgh team is really they have one senior, no juniors. The rest of them are freshmen and sophomores. So they're a very young team. They qualified six, and uh, they, they've got some heavies, some bigger guys that I think can make some noise. Um, Devron Duncan is a 285 that uh, won the regional. That was a little bit of a surprise to me to see him win the regional. He's really come on strong lately. Um, you mentioned Kane Hutchison. I think he's a kid that could really make some noise. It may. I, I haven't had a chance to look all the way through all the brackets to see where he may match up with some of these other ranked guys at 220, but he's a kid that I think could make it to the finals again if he doesn't run into Ewing or if he does. You, you never know what what may happen. And then Dylan Prince at 182 is another kid from Pittsburgh that um, has tremendous talent, but there, there's a lot of kids. You, you know, you get into some of these weights, and it's just amazing how deep they go. I mean, you can't – you don't want to make a pick. I mean, there's Arc City who's got kids all over the place. It's another storied program that you can't go to sleep on. I mean, we talked about Goddard, St. James, Mill Valley, Shawnee Heights. Uh, how do you talk about – a team that's got Arc City in there without mentioning them. They're, those guys are unbelievable. Emporia is another team that's on the rise. They, they've struggled a little bit in the past, but are, are doing some great things right now. Got some great kids going, um, you know. And then Wichita, hey, Sean DeShazer, he's signed to wrestle at Oklahoma next year. So obviously there, there's talent all over the place. It's just a matter of can they get it executed over the course of two days uh, there in, in Wichita or Park City, excuse me. All right, so that's a good wrap-up, or a good uh, brief, anyway, of, of what's going to be going on at Park City. Uh, stay tuned to Track Wrestling uh, for those results. And and also the 5 and 6A reminder will be on Arcacia Network, all those matches uh, to watch live over the Internet. Uh, moving on to Salina and 4A, uh, we look at Holton, who is looking for their third championship in a row, just like uh, Garden City and 6A. Uh, they're qualifying seven kids, uh, but I also, obviously, Things to look at, especially in your neck of the woods, where you're from in southeast Kansas, is Baldwin and Chanute have qualified a good number of kids, and, and they're strong this year. Well, what, what I've noticed here at the 4A level is there's been a little bit of shift. You know, the, the old saying goes that if you wanted really good wrestling, you had to go west, and I don't know that that's necessarily the case anymore, really, at any uh, level, 3-2-1-A, 4-A, 5-A, or even 6-A. There's, you know, you, when you're talking 5-A and 6-A, you're dealing mainly with more metro areas. I mean, bigger schools, bigger populations. You get down here into some of these 4-A communities, really the, this 4-A level, I think, is is tremendously deep in talent. And then Chanute and Baldwin are both up there at the top, holding obviously two-time defending champs. You've got to give them uh, the benefit of the doubt as well. But, but Prairie View... Is very good. Colby, uh, very good. Abilene won their regional. Um, Coach Stout has a great team. The Cowboys are wrestling hard right now. So uh, it's just tough to say. There are some weights that, I mean, just go so deep. I look at 138. It is 
stacked. Chase Cole's the number one ranked kid. He just got knocked off in the regionals to Brandon Malikas, who isn't even ranked from Frontenac this past weekend uh, up in Lewisburg. I was there and able to see that match. But Chase is, is very good. I imagine he'll bounce back, and he's got to continue to be one of the favorites, the modern kid, the Lisher kid. I mean, there's Perez. They're, they're, 138 is so deep uh, at this weight class, but I think that you could echo that throughout almost all of these uh, in foray. There's, there's so many communities across the state that have such rich traditions in wrestling at this 4A level that you can't go to sleep on any of them. They're all there. Arthur Jesse is a senior at 106 pounds. Very rarely do you see a kid. He's from Independence that's a senior that's still at that weight. I mean, you know, that's one of the great things about wrestling, too, is you don't have to be the prototypical 6'1", 185-pound kid like every football coach wants to see. These guys – are every shape and size, and they've worked, and they've their nutrition and their dedication to this sport. It's it's amazing. I saw Arthur Jesse wrestle this weekend and was blown away. And, and a lot of that has to do with the difference between being a senior and being a freshman and sophomore. He's been through it. Um, Tanner Hitchcock's another kid was down here at Pittsburgh, transferred up to Bonner Springs. He is uh, very very talented at 113. Uh, has knocked off some kids this year that, uh, you know, raise some eyebrows. Tanner's climbed the ladder and looks good there, so he's good. But the kid from Augusta as well, um, Goldenstein is, I mean, he's known across the state. So uh, there, there are so many brackets and weight classes here that could go any which way. Uh, 145, the Risha kid uh, from Holden is a, is a great one. Uh, the Huey kid from El Dorado, a stud. Um, 170's got... Uh, Columbus is Taylor Watkins. He's a returning state champion. Um, 4A is a blast. It's, it's, I mean, I've been there the last four or five years covering it. We have a lot of schools here from southeast Kansas that are in this division. So um, it's more what I'm familiar with and what I follow all year long, knowing that I'm going to be up at the Bicentennial Center, another great venue. They do a great job of, of hosting this event. I'm looking forward to it. Prairie View, I was uh, a little surprised at how well they did. Um, not necessarily surprised because I didn't expect it, but I didn't realize how deep they went. They had so many kids that were wrestling for first and second, third and fourth, obviously qualified quite a few um, this week. And um, Walter's got a great squad up there as well. So I, I don't know where this one's going to go. You didn't exactly ask me to pick a winner, but this is these brackets are going to be very interesting because I think even in first-round matchups, there's going to be some very, very tough draws. Well, it sounds like it's going to be just stiff competition there at the 4A, and it wouldn't be like any other year. So um, so definitely something to keep uh, keep your eye on. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, finals matches, uh, Aaron will have uh, coverage of kpreps.com, a uh, live web stream of that, or ESPN1007.com. So uh, check those out if you can't make it to Salina for, as Aaron puts it, uh, anybody's game there in Salina. Um, uh, one last site that we need to cover, and that's out at Hayes and 321A State Wrestling Championship. And, and Norton, obviously a powerhouse in, in this division. Uh, they're looking for their third straight championship, among many others. Um, they've qualified 10, and then uh, obviously uh, Hoisington qualified 10, and, and some things we've heard around this area is obviously Rossville with a, a state football championship the year, this year, and they've also decided uh, that – they're going to be a powerhouse in wrestling. Not that they haven't been in the past, but this year they're just looking really good for them. But what do you also are you seeing out there in 3A? 
Well, three, I think that there's some interesting things that could happen. Norton is the class and, and has been for, for many years. They're battling some injury right now and some kids, but they, they've got kids and they work their program that it's the next man up and, and it's time to go. And so um, we'll, we'll see what happens and shakes out. Rossville uh, is, is a program that's definitely on the rise. You look at it, Silver Lake, St. Mary's, that's uh, all up there in the same neck of the woods. And those three schools, all ranked, all have great kids throughout the rankings, and uh, so there's there's some great wrestling that's taking place all across the state. I, you know, as I look through here, uh, 138 again jumps off the page. There's uh, three defending state champions that are all within this weight class. So I mean, it, it's uh, it's unbelievable. The ball kids from Hoisington, obviously, um, very very talented. Uh, Caleb Boston from Greeley County. Um, is currently ranked number one. It, the, the Westling kid from Beloit, um, the, the Jurgens from Scott City. There's, uh, uh, it's it's as deep as I've ever seen a bracket. One thirty-eight. I don't know. Maybe there's something uh, at that weight all across the state this year, but it seems to be uh, a very, very, very tough bracket. That's one that I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye on from Salina to see what happens. Uh, the, the team race. It could come down to, like I said, who can get the most pins. Who can pick up those extra bonus points? Because I think it's going to be uh, a little crowded at the top of the first two or three teams. Uh, it's, it's going to be a battle to see who brings home that crown. Um, you know, the Norton is uh, probably everybody's favorite, but uh, don't don't uh, don't count out Rossville or even Hoisington or, or maybe even a surprise like Oberlin or Silver Lake. All right. Well, state wrestling coming up this Saturday. I don't think anybody could give us a better. Uh, generalization or specific information throughout the state of all classifications than Aaron just did. So I appreciate Aaron being on with us. Uh, any closing thoughts for, for the state championship season? Well, I'm sure you're going to find somebody across the state that's going to argue that point. I appreciate you giving <laughs> me a call. It's uh, it's a pleasure and a blast covering wrestling, uh, I think, and I hope that it gets uh, some more coverage. That's how this whole Kansas on the that thing started a few years ago was uh, some friends of mine that are coaches in within the community or within the, the wrestling world uh, were a little disappointed with the coverage that we as media, and I work in media, that don't always give uh, wrestling. It's kind of sometimes treated as a, a lower-level sport sometimes, and uh, it's the, the dedication these kids have, if you get a chance, get out and, and go support and watch the these kids wrestle and what they put into it all to get their hand raised at the end of this week. And that's what it's all about. They work hard and it's, it's an individual sport, but collectively every single one of these coaches, every single one of these kids that are wrestling are really doing it for, for the name on the front of that singlet. They, it's a, it's a team aspect that really motivates these guys to get going, get out there and go watch. Uh, there, there's live streaming of all of them. Um, be it through what we're doing or, or Smoky Hills Public Television does it. I know Keisha um, does some as well. Um, but if you can get out and go support it, go watch it live. Watch these kids wrestle. Um, take your kids and, and go go see what it's all about because it is a, a lot of fun. Uh, and there's nothing better in the sport of wrestling than the blood round to see who makes it. And you know if you're going to be picking up a medal. You don't know which one yet, but you know if you're in, you've qualified, and you're going to get there. It's one of the most exciting things. I'm excited about it. Uh, you mentioned the podcast. I don't need to plug it again. Uh, I just want to say thanks for letting me be a part of and, and talking a little wrestling here statewide. Yeah, and uh, the Twitter account, uh, KS 
on the mat, I believe, is, is something that you can stay up to and follow as well. Um, Aaron, I think you hit it right on the head. It, there's really nothing like it uh, when, that round just before trying to qualify for that, that medal round. It's, it's something to – everything's pretty tense in those arenas. So it's something – so if you've never experienced, get out there and, and enjoy those, those times with those kids. Uh, like I said, again, Aaron, thanks for joining us, and we'll definitely see you around uh, the state championship wrestling this Saturday. Sounds good. Stay up to date on all the state wrestling results uh, by going to our website and then clicking on the Score Center tab. We'll get you to the track wrestling links uh, for all the results going on there from all uh, 6A, 5A, 4A, and 321A. We got sub-state basketball being seeded right now as we speak for 3A, and then 4 or 5 and 6A will be uh, put out there for sub-state seedings uh, this Saturday. So uh, go to our website to get update information on sub-state basketball, and that will all take place uh, next week. So state basketball is right around the corner. Once again, I am Jeremy Holiday, and we will talk to you next time.